0: G'day, welcome to the Wood Fired Oven Podcast, where I take a deep dive into the techniques, recipes, and history of wood fired oven cooking. My name is Mark, an obsessed and somewhat curious fan of outdoor cooking, especially with my wood fired oven. Follow my podcast in your favourite app and listen in. As I go searching for the best recipes, tips, and advice to both supercharge our cooking skills and motivate you to light up your favorite outdoor cooking gear this weekend. G'day and welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Woodfired Oven podcast. I had such a blast on the last episode discussing all things pizza with Adrian. He's a super duper home cook expert and I learned a heap. Adrian. So thanks Adrian. I know the feedback that we've both received has been overwhelmingly positive and I really appreciate that feedback. It seems that the listeners really want more interviews with home cooks and with the folk in the wood fired oven industry and I'm really pleased to let you know that over the next three or four months I've got some fantastic, super exciting guests all booked in ready to go on the wood fired oven podcast and I'm very, very grateful to them. I'm not going to tell you today who those guests are, we'll just leave you in suspense for a little bit longer, but I can assure you, you'll be familiar with them. Really, really exciting to roll these out. And for me personally, to get to know some of these fantastic folks who are involved in wood-fired oven cooking around the world. So stay tuned for more on that. So today, I'm going to be cooking a T-bone steak in the wood-fired oven, and at the end of the cook, I'm gonna be kissing it with some hay smoke, which is a new favorite thing I really like to do, both with soft vegetables and with meat. Hay produces a gorgeous, earthly flavor to whatever you're cooking, and I think it lends itself so well to the wood-fired oven, which is not really set up as a smoker. Uh, The design of the oven doesn't really allow the smoke to get in and permeate the food. Now, I love using my smokers. I've got three smokers beside me here in the yard, and I just love to use them. I've been using my smokers a lot longer than I've been using my wood-fired oven. But what I'm really enjoying doing at the moment is merging these two cooking styles together. It's the smoker-wood-fired oven fusion process for me. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be exploring smoking chicken, smoking pork, and bringing those smoked flavours into the wood-fired oven in a dish that we've been doing as a family for a very long time. So stay tuned, that's gonna be a three-part series on using smokers and using fusion in the wood-fired oven. So I've cooked T-bone steak quite a few times now in the wood-fired oven. I've experimented with different thicknesses, with different cooking styles. The actual cooking process is not terribly difficult, but it is such a gorgeous piece of meat. For us down here in Australia and New Zealand, it really is the quintessential barbecue steak. They're tender, they're rich, they're super flavoursome. The T-bone, or the porterhouse, uh, as it might be called in your part of the world, has a a tenderloin on one side of the bone and a sirloin on the other. And they do taste a little different. They are the premier cuts uh, on the beef, I think. They are just gorgeous. I know in Tuscany, the Italian folks really like really, really thick T-bones, which is just fantastic. So, I headed out to the butcher a couple of days ago and I wanted to pick up two T bones. And I asked for about a six centimeter cut, and what I ended up with was closer to an eight centimeter cut, which is pretty thick. It's around about three inches thick. And I am a little concerned about how it's going to work out, but uh, I suspect the only difference here will be a longer cooking time. Not really going to change my process too much today. Each of these T-bones worked out to be about 1.1, 1.2 kilos each. So it is a very large cut of uh, T-bone. Gonna be a lot of fun to cook though. So I've also prepared a large pan of roast vegetables. Nothing particularly fancy here, nothing I haven't already done on the podcast. I've got pumpkin, I've got some potatoes, I've got some carrots, and I've got some red onions thrown into this pan, drizzled with olive oil and sprinkled with salt and I'm just pouring in a bit of vermouth to the bottom of the pan I really like adding that uh, alcohol to the the roast vegetables it's lovely really really nice mixing all that through and I'm going to put that in the oven well I guess it's going to be until it's done so it's going to be around about an hour maybe maybe an hour and 20 minutes towards the end of the cooking cycle that's when I'm going to get the t-bones underway when I do my roast vegetables I always like to put them in Uncovered first for about 10 to 15 minutes just to get kissed by that fire, and then I wrap it in foil. So, just wrapping it in foil now and sliding it back into the wood fired oven. The smell's already the olive oil starting to smell, uh, the pepper. Oh, it's smelling so good. Okay, it's all wrapped up, heading back into the wood fired oven. So when cooking my steak in the wood-fired oven and vegetables, I still like to get my oven up nice and hot. I still like to clear the dome, and so that's going to mean that the oven temperature is pretty warm. Then I just utilize the different areas of the floor to ensure that things aren't overcooked. So the vegetables are towards the side of the oven, I know covered with foil, that's commercial grade kitchen foil. They're well protected and they will just sit in the side there and sizzle away and roast gently in the oven. Uh, for that hour means that when it comes time to cook the steak on the Tuscan grill I can put it deep into the oven and get a tremendous amount of heat quickly to the steak so we've got a little bit of time before I start the steak let's have a question from one of the listeners now recently I've started using Speakpipe, speak pipe and Speakpipe pipe it's a, a great product it allows you to record a little audio snippet and send it into me on the Woodfight oven podcast that way I can get your question on air and reply. So if you want to give that a go, head on to my website, cooking. If you're on Instagram, check out my link in my bio, and you can record a quick question, a 30 second question, and you might get featured on the show. Hi, Mark. My name's Sarah. absolutely love your podcast. Your last episode with Adrian was fantastic. Hope you get to do more interviews. Uh, My question is, I've noticed um, a few hairline cracks in my bricks within my oven. I was just wondering, is that normal? Um, Do you think I should repair it or leave it? Thanks so much. Great question, Sarah. And look, thanks for trying out Speakpipe and getting in touch with me. Go, Sarah. All right. Cracks in the brickwork in the wood-fired oven. Actually, I've had another question recently on this very same issue and I wouldn't worry about the cracks, as long as the cracks are hairline, uh, like you say, and perhaps aren't any wider in development than maybe three to four mil, maybe two to three mil. I've actually got a number of cracks in the back of my wood-fired oven. They tend to follow the mortar line, and on a couple of places they've actually crossed the brick and and the brick's cracked. It's all gonna depend on your style of oven as well. With my oven, it's it's a heavy, heavy, thick brick oven. The dome is probably at least 30 centimetres or so thick. So, hairline cracks in the brickwork, they're not gonna change the integrity of the oven. They're not gonna change the cooking styles in the oven. And for me, I think if you're gonna start repairing that sort of stuff, you're gonna introduce moisture back into the dome. It's gonna take a while for that to dry out. You're gonna have to be very careful uh, lighting up fires again in your wood-fired oven. I would suggest you leave it. If they are minor, If they're larger than that, however, I think you should probably start considering making a repair. Talk to the manufacturer of uh, the oven. When I finished building my oven, after the first two or three curing fires, I then did a, a much higher temperature light up. And after a couple of those light ups, I did notice these cracks start to develop. And initially I was a bit disappointed. I thought, all of that work that I'd put into it and now this thing's cracking but I soon realized that that's part and parcel of cooking in a wood-fired oven with the bricks. It's become its own character and it's part of the oven and you notice that these cracks can expand and contract slightly depending on the temperature of your oven. So I am no longer disappointed with those cracks. I actually think they look cool and I keep an eye on them, my eye goes to them and after a few years of using the oven, it's normal. I know it's normal, so don't worry about it. Thanks so much Sarah for getting in touch if you'd like to ask a question, remember head over to woodfightoven.cooking or my link in my bio on Instagram and send me a quick audio question. We'd love to hear from you. I'm also open to suggestions via speakpipe as well. So get in touch and let me know what you think of this Woodfight Oven podcast. So the vegetables have been in for just on an hour and they're covered in foil and they are smelling fantastic. I'm now going to get ready to do the steak. So so I'm bringing the embers charcoals from the fire into the center uh, of the oven so when I do steak in the wood-fired oven I'm using that gorgeous heat off the dome off the fire which I've still got off to the side and also uh, from the brickwork uh, at the bottom I'm using every part of heat from this oven that I can so I've got a stainless steel Tuscan grill uh, which is absolutely fantastic really and I'm just positioning that in the middle of the wood-fired oven and just getting the charcoals and all the embers uh, surrounding the grill. So what I like to do before I do the steaks is is super soak this Tuscan grill. So it's now inside in the middle of the wood-fired oven sitting on top of uh, embers so when the steak hits that grill it's sitting about six or seven millimeters above the hot embers. It's not going to take too long to cook I don't think. So there's not a lot I do to prepare the steak apart from ensuring it's nice and clean and cut well. Salt and pepper are the classics for a steak like this, really doesn't need too much, the beefy gorgeous flavours will come through. What I do do though is I use a mixture of gorgeous flaky salt but also recently I've started to use hay salt. So to make hay salt I get a cast-iron pot and I put a couple of big handfuls of hay in the pot and I'd light it up and I pop it into the wood fire oven for a few minutes and it will flame and flare up and produce a lot of gorgeous smelling smoke but what you're trying to do is you're trying to burn the smoke down to ash basically and once it's all turned into ash at the bottom of the pan you take it out you put it into a mortar and pestle and you grind it and you grind it and you grind it until it becomes a powder and then you get some high quality flaky salt and you pop that in to the mortar as well You get your pestle and you grind and grind and grind until you've got a really fine hay smoked salt taste it oh it's so good it really really is great sprinkle that on top of the t-bone and you're going to impart some real rich smoky flavors to the steak and it's beautiful coupled with the smoking of the hay right at the end It is something quite different. I really, really challenge you to try it. It's absolutely beautiful. Hay smoked T-bone steak, okay. Now I've had my T-bone steak out on the bench in the kitchen, covered uh, for about 90 minutes. It's really important that you let your steak come up to room temperature before you throw it on the hot grill. So at least 60 minutes for a steak like this. Now my steak's pretty thick, so I've left it for a little bit longer, about an hour and a half. Just to ensure that the whole steak is ready to hit that super heat in the wood fired oven. Okay, it's time to put the steak now into the wood fired oven. Putting it on the Tuscan grill now, and it's gonna probably take maybe eight to ten minutes a side. It is really thick, and it's the thickest t-bone I've cooked, so I'm not entirely sure how long it's going to take to cook but we'll give it a go for about eight minutes and we'll test it about that time now I always temperature check my steak and my chicken I've got a couple of thermopens uh, that I do my temperature checking with and and I highly recommend temperature checking now I like to get my steaks to about medium-rare which is around about 130 135 degrees Fahrenheit or between 54 and 57 58 degrees Celsius I actually temperature check my food in fahrenheit for some weird reason i think it's because and i say it's weird because i'm a kiwi living in australia and we're in celsius down here but i must have watched far too many barbecue pitmasters when i was learning how to use my smokers uh, that that i've now become accustomed to uh, working my food temperatures in fahrenheit which is which is just fine okay so that's what we're targeting don't know quite how long that's going to take but let's see Okay, I'm just checking the steaks now. I'm going to flip them over. It's been around about eight minutes, maybe eight or nine minutes. Oh man, it smells so good. So the side that's been next to the embers, uh, that's caramelised just beautifully. And the smell coming off that is just divine. All right, flipping it over, putting it back in the oven for about another eight or nine minutes or so. And we'll see what it's like at that point. OK so I'm just going to temperature check these steaks now, I like to, it's a big piece so I'm going to temperature check it in a few spots, OK so yeah 107, 110 degrees Fahrenheit, it's now after about 16 odd minutes, 17 minutes so I, it's going to take a little longer, I need to push this up to about 135 degrees Fahrenheit like I said. So I'm going to flip it again and I'm going to rotate the steak 90 degrees to see if I can get some of those nice grill marks if that's your thing doesn't really bother me too much grill marks but we'll give it a shot now it's gone back into the oven and we'll give it another two or three minutes on this side and then we'll flip it again and we're going to flip it again now so the time actually is now pushing out to about 25 minutes now remember this piece of steak is over a kilo heavy so it's really no surprise to me now in hindsight (laughs) that it would take a bit longer than normal checking the temperature again so some parts of the steak now are starting to touch 125 so we're almost there gonna pop it back into the oven for another few minutes so interestingly now we're actually at about 31 minutes since the steak went into the oven okay and just temperature checking once again and now we're cooking now we're starting to look at around about yeah got about 128 degrees Fahrenheit 130 degrees Fahrenheit so it's actually ready for hay smoking so I find it really difficult to cook in the wood-fired oven, particularly when cooking steak or something that is slow cooking without a nice glass of red wine. So I'm just pouring myself one of those. Okay, so let's get ready to hay smoke. So I've got some pet store clean hay, uh, which I purchased a couple of months ago. I'm gonna need probably two big handfuls of this stuff so I'm bringing the charcoals bringing the embers out to the front of the oven under the chimney and placing the Tuscan grill right over the top of the embers again I know as soon as I throw this handful of hay on those embers it's just gonna go puff into smoke catch fire and it's just gonna be amazing so we're just gonna get everything ready okay so I'm doing it now lifting up the Tuscan grill putting the hay on the embers and it doesn't take long for that to go into smoke. Oh there it goes making sure the steak's sitting right on top of all of this glorious hay that is wafting out of the oven. Oh it's fantastic and it is so nice to incorporate smoke flavours into your food in a wood fired oven and using hay is such a great way to do it. You could also throw hay on your fire inside the oven Uh, to try to develop some smoke but I think you're gonna find it difficult as the design of the oven, the dome, will push that smoke straight out the chimney but doing it this way under the grill in front of your oven is such a great way to do it. Oh that looks great, it is so cool. So that's been about a minute or so I'm gonna flip the steak, I'm gonna put another handful, there we go, underneath the Tuscan grill now and that's the other side now getting kissed with this gorgeous hay smoke. Do try it, definitely give it a go the smell is so earthy it's so gorgeous and coupled with that hay salt it's gonna be fantastic just giving some of the hay a bit of a blow and there it is any remaining hay should puff back into flame and produce some more glorious smoke so add a little bit that didn't catch fire immediately there and there it is it's all finished now i'm bringing it off the tuscan grill putting it onto a plate and i'm gonna wrap foil over the top of the plate on top of this beautiful piece of steak and let it rest for 10 to 15 minutes. Now why rest the steak? Well there's a bit of conjecture over it. Certainly resting the steak allows the heat to transfer evenly through the steak and because it's so thick that's going to be a really great idea. Uh, the, the conjecture I think is around the moisture retention in the steak and there have been some scientific studies done that actually resting steak to keep the juices and everything inside the steak mm, might be a little bit of a myth but anyway i'm not here today to cause controversy with your steak resting but do check it out have a bit of a read i'm doing this to help to distribute all the heat correctly through the steak i know that the temperature is bang on and it's going to be absolutely gorgeous okay so the steak's been resting for 10 to 15 minutes now i've brought it on top of a chopping board And I'm just going to cut the steak off the bone to leave the T-bone shape. Just cutting around both sides. Now it's very easy to cut. Oh man, it is smelling so good. And now I'm just gently slicing into maybe four to five millimetre thick pieces. It's a big piece of steak. It's going to easily do a family of four here. And cut it. Yeah, that is medium rare. Oh, that's fantastic. It's always rewarding when you take the time to cook something like this. And I think it came out around about $40 each, Uh, so it's it's an expensive piece of beef, you want to get it right. It's so rewarding cutting into it and seeing that medium rare, oh that's just so glorious. So we're about to eat this, I'm pulling out the vegetables now from the wood fired oven, they smell fantastic. You can smell the alcohol, you can smell the vermouth on the cooling air outside of the oven, coupled with the steak, it's going to be a glorious, glorious, beautiful dinner with the family here on this Saturday afternoon thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode please remember if you want to get in touch if you've got a question jump over to woodfightoven.cooking or check out the link in my Instagram profile and send me a question or send me a suggestion via speakpipe it's free doesn't cost you anything That way you can get featured on the show and I would love to hear from you and have your questions being a continual part of these podcast episodes. It's really fun to respond to questions and I'm really here to do that. Also, for the guests that I've got coming up, I know they are equally happy to answer your questions. So if you get into the habit now, (laughs) when some of these guests come on the show shortly, you're gonna have the opportunity to send questions into the show that you might wanna ask them. Also, if you've got ideas about who I can interview on the podcast, your favorite folk in the wood-fired oven industry, send me via Speakpipe your suggestions, and that'd be a great way for me to hear from you about who you would like to have on this wood-fired oven podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in my backyard today, joining me in front of my wood-fired oven while I cook the hay-smoked T-bone steak and roast vegetables. Stay safe, have fun, and go cook with fire and hay smoke catch you later if you've enjoyed this episode please make sure you follow the wood fire oven podcast and apple podcasts spotify or your favorite podcasting app please consider posting a review on apple podcasts as this really helps the show don't forget to check out wood oven dog cooking for more tips tricks and advice on cooking with fire You can also see full episode notes and links. You can also post a question which I may feature on the show. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, so head over to your favourite social platform and get in touch. Thanks again for listening. Catch you next time.